I'd like to start out reading from the book of Acts, first chapter. Yeah, just for your information, uh, the book of Acts was written, we think, by Luke. And uh, he, he's a very particular person. He writes everything down that he don't leave nothing out. Uh, it just says that uh, Luke just weaves together all different interests and emphasis on relations relates to the beginning of the church. I just want to, as we think about it, I want to read, uh, starting at the f- verse 8. No, I'm sorry. I'm going back to, uh, well, let me, let me start at verse 1. <laughs> the former trustees, I'm reading from the, King James Version, so it might read a little different than what you have. The former treatise have I made, O Theopolis, of all that Jesus began both to do and to teach until the day in which he was taken up, and after he, through the Holy Ghost, had given the commands, I'm sorry, unto the apostles whom he had chosen, to whom also he showed himself alive after his passion, by many in a infallible proofs, being seen of them forty days, and speaking of things pertaining to the kingdom of God, and being assembled together with them, and commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which he had heard he had heard heard of me. For John truly baptized with water, but you should be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. You may be seated. And I know the topic of my sermon was on one accord, so I want to let you know I'm not eliminating that, but in order to get on one accord, Jesus gave some messages first before, in order to be on one accord, he, he told him to go to Jerusalem, to the upper room, and wait. Now, I can imagine that's one of the Terrifying things in the life that tell you to wait. I mean, let's face it. How many times? How many people are anxious here and, and telling you to wait is one of the things you don't want to do? Uh, Pastor Ma, you had to wait. I don't know if you did. You might have went in with the delivery room. Used to, we used to have to wait outside, but you might have went in. But when you're waiting on the child to be born, it's a waiting. He tells them to wait, and it's a it's a terrible time because they're going into a place where they're covered. I mean, people are looking for them to kill them. He tells them, go to Jerusalem and wait. The, the, the leader had just been killed. I know Jesus had just visited them. He had just been with them, but he still, he's leaving them. They're there by themselves. He tells them to wait for the Holy Spirit to come. And, and as, 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 as we look through, through history and throughout time, as we hear God's voice, he said, wait, not, not just for anything, but wait for the Holy Spirit to come. Wait for that peace. Wait for that time. He said, wait. Wait. I imagine if you look back and go to Adam, if he, he could just wait it. When Eve told him to take that bite. If he just could have waited, I could hear God's voice say, wait, 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 don't, don't. And, and I imagine he saw Cain and Abel. And when Cain was got just, he, I heard him saying, wait. But not just them. 
You hear him say Abraham. When Abraham was telling another lie about what it wasn't his wife, he said, wait. And not just then, as, as you go on through, you see, you, you read about David, the man after God's own heart, and yet David going up on the, he said, wait, don't go, don't wait. But then, 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 even after that, you, you see Solomon, God's man of wisdom and knowledge, had all wisdom, yet he ch- decides to marry outside, of, I hear God saying, wait. And all through time, you can hear that weight, but we can see it in our own lives, too. We don't have to go to Solomon and David and Adam because there's times when we, we knew we weren't supposed to do something, and God's voice is still saying, wait, and, 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 and wait because he's telling the disciples to wait because he wants them to be one voice. He, he wants to be one like and in John, he talked about him and the Father are. When somebody asked him, have you seen the Father? He said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. So if, we can, if you just wait so you can be one, and, and, and being on one accord is not easy. See, we all came to this building here, but some, everybody got something different on their mind. So, and then when they came up to the upper room, they had a lot of different things on their mind. I can imagine it took a while as they sit and waited and waited. But, you know, things start to change after a while. You know, when you can wait so long, you, you, you can focus more on God. Because it got to a point that, that, that they, they start focusing, they get on one accord. And you know what one accord means? Church, if, if, I've been in, like Pastor Ma said, I, I've been there since I was 10 years old. And I, I've seen different pastors, but Pastor Ma, I've seen when Reverend Brooks was here. And I've seen different ones do different things. And, 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 and we'd have a meeting sometimes. You know, and, and instead of uh, everybody praying and fasting and wanting this something to happen, somebody would sneak out and go get their friends together. And go get their other friends together. Instead of waiting for the Lord to speak to them, they didn't wait on that. They, they waited on themselves and they chose to do some things. But when you wait and you come on one accord... You know, and, and, and you say, what is this accord thing? So, you know, accord is most people are, uh, uh, it's one accord said, you know, everybody desires peace. You can be on accord. That's accord. But be on one accord, we all have the same desires. We're in a complete agreement, unanimously. unanimously. Think about that. How many church meetings have you been to that have come out? It was unanimously. I mean, you're not, it, I'm, I'm not talking about I persuaded you or hook or crooked you, but because we waited on God and he talked to every individual in the church. Everybody. Can you, can you wait on him, church? I'm not talking about this no special meeting coming up or no word, but can you wait on God? And that's the, I think that's what he's saying. He said, wait a minute, church. I can hear him saying to the church today, we, we, he said, wait a minute, wait a minute, can you wait on me. Can you, can you wait to hear the voice of God? When you go home to your children, can you wait to hear the voice of God before you do what you're going to do? Can you wait, mom or dad, to hear the voice of God? Can you wait? And, and, and the message is because he wants the church because the church has power when it's on one accord. See, we don't have no power if I got my group and you got your group. We got our little groups out here. But the church had power when they became on one accord. 
And when the church is on one accord, you know, it says like a tongue, fire like tongue just rushed out through them. They, they had to get up. They had to speak. They had to speak in different languages to people they didn't know. But they had power because they waited and they became on one accord. But can we wait is the question today. Is The question today is we, we look and there's, there's discord all out. We went through four years of a president trying to get the Congress to work with him. We got people that call themselves Christians and love the Lord. But when it comes to their government, it's more important. We can't wait on God. Are we really praying? Are we really serious about this thing? Are we really serious? I'm talking about the church. You know, and that's what we're talking about because those people who gather in the upper room, this is the church starting here. We can't do this on our own. When we start doing things without waiting on God, we just become another organization. And we, we, we know, because we, we, can, we can act like the church. You know, we do it. We got it down pat. Well, you know, because we've been doing that since we was little. I know our brother so-and-so used to get up there and pray. Whoa. And we, and we mimic them. And we laugh about them, but after we get grown, we're just doing the same kind of thing. And I understand, Jesus, I heard Jesus saying, telling the church, wait for that time. Can you, can you wait for this time? Can you wait, church, for allowing the Holy Spirit to work in your life? Can you wait for allowing him to do the speaking that you need to do? Can you wait? Can, can you wait to be that father or mother that you need to be? Can you wait? You see, we, we can't be the church and do our own thing. See, see let's, now, y'all might not be guilty of this. But how many people been hooking and crooking? You know what I mean. You know, your husband or wife or friend or whatever tell you, well, no, we're going to do one thing. But you don't, uh, you say, yeah, but you already said how you're going to maneuver around that situation. You know what I'm talking about. You know, you, you, uh, instead of you trusting God, we, we hooking and crooking in the church. We, we, we find ourselves scheming and try, I'll get around over here. I'll, I'll get this around because I, I want this. And uh, I know you wives don't do this, but uh, us men might do things. I said, well, I'm trying, I'm trying to get my wife to do certain, certain things, so I'm going to do this. But can you wait? Can you wait on the Lord? Can you wait on the Holy Spirit? So when you and your wife come together, you'll be on one accord. It won't be no two voices, but one. And when we wrestle, who's going to run the household? I listened to Dr. King's sermon one time. He talked about this thing of, uh, he said, uh, we, we wrestle with like a drum major instinct. And, and he, what he dealt with was the fact that in us is this uh, Albert, Albert Adler and, and uh, Sigmund Freud. They, they made a statement. They said, you know what? It's the, that drum major instinct. Sigma Freud said it's the sex drive. Well, sex drive gets a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of people in trouble now. But Albert Adler said that it wasn't the sex drive. It was that drum major instinct. The, the desire to be first. The desire to lead the parade. It won't let you wait. You know, you know what I'm talking about, Pastor Marwin. When, when that baby starts crying, he won't let you wait. If he, he wants some food, you know what, sis? You know what I'm talking about, sis? He, you got to do something. You got to get up. They're crying. They got to do something. And we have that same drum major instinct in our lives. That's what, that's, what, that's what he's saying. And that drum major instinct drives the church sometimes because I want my way. I want to do my thing. But can we wait? 
Can we wait so we can be on one accord? Because when the church is on one accord, things change. We don't have to change. Things will change. When we're on one accord, we all believe in the same thing, praying for the same thing, walking together because the Holy Spirit is leading us. That's why they, the Holy Spirit came in, that, in the book of Acts. They, they was on one accord. Can, can we be on one accord? All these years later, the church, God is still asking the church to do what? Wait. 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 In your home, wait. You don't have to hook and crook. You don't have to do it. Get, do your thing, but wait on him. And, and that's what it's all about, waiting on God. And that's, what it's, that's, what, that's why it's so important for the church to be on one accord, because the world is already tore up. It's already tore up. Our, the homes are destroyed. People are destroyed. Lives are destroyed. But the church has to be on one accord. And it should be one voice that is heard in the church. That's I would love to say it's you. But it ain't you and ain't me. It's Christ and him crucified. It's got to be his voice. But when it goes out in the street, it's got to be Christ's voice. It's got to be his voice. And if Adam could have just heard, he said, oh, Adam, where are you? And that's what he asks us sometimes. Where are you? Roland, where are you? You, you, you ain't where I you know. And you know when, when, you love, when your children are not where they're supposed to be. And, and you're going to know. I know my son, he's here today, somewhere. <laughs> I know when my son got a job at McDonald's, a change took place. See, see when, you know when your child starts talking to somebody else. And God knew when Adam had been talking to somebody else. He said, he ain't where I left him. See, you, 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 you can pick up some things and, and you're going to know when, when, you, when your children, when they go out, you know what you taught them. When they're going to say some words, you say, what? What do you say? And, and, and that's what it's all about. You, you know because God is saying to you, wait. Don't do it. Wait. Wait. And, and Adam, don't, 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 don't do that. What? Wait. And, and the same thing, like I said, as, as, your, as your children grow, as the church goes, we're saying some things that God ain't saying. Jesus ain't told us to do you know, and, and we can get caught up in getting a large number of people in here, but that's not the answer. It's that people in here can grow spiritually. Can we wait for that? Are we going to spend our time building big buildings, but people's lives are torn apart? Can we wait for that? I mean, we look all over the land. We got buildings all up and down Indian Trail. And we still complain about all the good shootings and stuff going on. And some of us in our own families. Can we wait for the Holy Spirit to deal with our problems? The church now. We ain't talking about other folks. We're talking about the church. Can we wait to hear from God? Can we wait to hear his voice? What is he saying? In the midst of your trials and tribulations, I don't know what decisions you're about ready to make. Whether to leave your husband or stay with him or, or, or go out. or whatever. You, can you wait to hear from God? Can you wait? And that's the, that's the question I hear in the, being on one accord. In order to be on one accord, it can't be about me. It can't be about you. It got to be about Christ. And if we're not saying that, then something's wrong. If we're not lifting up Jesus, then something's wrong. It's, it's not a hard test. The church has got to be lifting up Christ and him crucified. It's got to be about Christ. And he said, but he goes on to say that, you know, they were all on one accord. 
They start, then Peter jumped up and started speaking and telling them about what God had done. But these things can't happen if we don't wait. I know when Sister Frances asked me the title of the sermon, I said, on one accord, but it's really, can we wait? Can we wait? Can the church wait to listen to what God is saying? Can we spend that time praying? When, when, if five of us, if we, if we five were in the room and, and, and one of us said, I, I, don't, I don't think the Lord speaks, can we wait till the Lord speaks to that person? Because, you know, just because us five don't mean that, that we're right. Because the majority is not right all the time. Can we wait? Can we pray about it? I, I read this book, and it's, the name of the book is uh, going back when everything else fails, read the directions. Talking about the Bible. And it just said that they, they made a decision, church made a decision to take in a youth minister. And he was good. He, 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 everybody wanted but one individual. He said, I'm, I'm, he said, I just don't feel right about it. I'm praying about it, but I don't feel right. Well, he kept on and kept on. And they said, okay. He said, okay, since everybody else is going with it, I'm going with you too. Well, they did that. And they dismissed the youth military in, in the next two years. Because it's not about the majority in the church. It's on one accord. We all have one voice. And that's Jesus. One Savior, one Lord. We have to be on one accord. If the church is not on one accord, then what, what, what hope have we? We're the church. And it's not American church. It's the church. It's not a black church. It's the church. It's not a female church. It's the church. It's the church. And the church is the answer because Jesus left the church here for this. And we're going to look for power. It's right here. But it's, it's not this building. It's us. We have to be on one accord, though. Can we pray? Can we pray till we get on one accord instead of arguing and fussing? Can we just listen to God's voice? Can, can you hear him speaking to you? What is he saying to you in your situation? Can we listen? Or are we going to keep hooking and crooking? Jabbing and conniving. Trying to get in my way. Saying yes, but I'm really not. I don't mean it. When do we get to the point where we can wait on Jesus and pray and sincerely? It's real, y'all. It's real, and, it, and we don't, it ain't that difficult. We like to make it so difficult. Most of the times we, we mess up, it ain't because we don't know what to do, because we choose not to. But if the church wants to be powerful, it's going to take everybody, not just the pastor, not the deacons, not the ministers, but everybody praying. We had a lesson, and I'm, I'm, about, I'm about through. We had a lesson in our, in, our, in our Sunday school today about Stephen. He was chosen to be a deacon. And he got thought, and then deacons was something they just invented at the time. But he was a powerful man in the Lord. Lord used him mightily, and he spoke mightily for the Lord. Can you wait on him? At the end of the day, at the end of this day, and I'm talking about our lives, the question is, did you wait and listen to God, or were you listening to your own needs? May God bless you.